It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? Deontay Daniels and Ed Oliver back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. For today's show, we're going to be talking about this heartbreaking Brooklyn Nets loss. Should the Wizards have called a timeout? I mean, it's tough, man. So let's get right into it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, guys? We are back at you with another Locked on Wizards podcast episode. It is your host, Deontay Daniels and Ed Oliver. <sighs> Ed, it was a tough loss, a real tough loss. You know, a lot of things to talk about. End of the game, possibly calling the timeout, the Nets assistant coach touching the ball and the refs doing absolutely nothing because apparently they didn't see it. And that could have been the potential difference in the game. It was a one-point loss. What was your main takeaway from this game? Yeah, um, the assistant coach, yeah, that, that definitely hurt us. Him touching the ball, it should have been – the play should have been stopped or, you know, re, redo, replay something, you know, maybe even a technical foul on the coach for putting his hand in, in the cookie jar, putting his hand on the court. But I, I'm not going to blame it on that. There were some unforced errors, some un, unforced turnovers that we had down the stretch. Uh, Montrose Harrell fouling LaMarcus Aldridge, who was playing like the Blazers, LaMarcus Aldridge, when we were down by one at one point. And, you know, we had one foul left to give. KCP already used that foul. And, you know, Trash tries to go for the steal and fouls LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, that's not the reason why we lost the game, but that's just one of the few things, mental errors, mental mistakes that we made. You know, Kyle Kuzma got plucked, you know, dribbling the ball up court, and Kyrie, you know, knocked it out. So guys just dribbling too much. The timeout, Joseph Blair. Um, I understand we did get an open look. That is true. Um, KCP just had a rough night the whole night. So honestly, seeing KCP in there, you know, I, I probably would have called a timeout just because he was he was kind of dribbling in no man's land. Then he dribbled back out. Then he dribbled back in and then threw it to Kuz. Kuz hit a wide open shot. He hit the shot before that shot, but you know he he ended up missing this shot because he had a pump fake and then he got an open shot. So Joseph Blair, I think he's done a, a good job, a great job, but you know. I think I think the better option probably would have been calling a timeout on that possession right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but main takeaways is defensively, we were just awful. It looked like the defense from the past three years. I mean, Kyrie Irving got whatever bucket he wanted to get in that first half. We allowed 73 points in the first half. And they had an and one, which was inexcusable to end the first half, where we didn't get back mm-hmm. on defense. So the effort was lacking defensively. Um, Kyrie, James Harden was getting to the basket as well. He didn't shoot the ball well, but LaMarcus Aldridge, man, that's inexcusable. The way we let him score tonight, I mean, it just looked it just looked too easy. He was hitting the jumpers. He was getting to the basket. It really did look like 2007 or not 2000, but 2012, 2013, whatever years for the Blazers. That Lamarcus was 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 cooking us. They just shot 63 percent in the in the first half as well. So it was a tale of two halves. We just it was one of those Wizards games where we're down by 10 for the majority of the game. 
Then we try to make a late surge and a late push to get back in the game. And Bradley Bill um, he had a rough first half, and then he stepped it up in, in the second half. So we got to play four quarters. We didn't play four quarters tonight. Yeah, I, I think, man, Kyrie Irving, that's really the main guy. Part-time player, but full-time hooper. The dude was killing the Wizards. He had 30 points, 13 for 23 from the field. I mean, it just seemed like at a, at a point in time, the Wizards could do absolutely nothing with him. I mean, he killed them. The the Nets, I said in the last episode when we were talking about our keys to the game, I said protecting the paint and not fouling. Uh, the Nets did have 20 free throws, but the Wizards did have 32. But 52% from the field, I mean, and a lot of that is due to Kyrie Irving. I mean, he was killing him. But 52% is a lot. And I told you, I, I keep telling people, and I keep saying it almost every episode after almost every game, it's tough to consistently win games when you're giving up 119 points, 115 points, and you're in shootout games. It's hard to consistently win basketball games like that and get on the street. How they beat the 76ers is how you want to do it. These games, like against the Brooklyn Nets, it's going to be tough. You know, it's going to be tough to consistently win games like that. And giving up 52% from the field, I mean, the Nets only shot 32% from three, but I always say it doesn't really matter if they're not hot from three if they can just – get mid-ranges and get to the basket and shoot 52% from the field. It helps them out a lot. You know, it really does. And I think that was the biggest difference because the Wizards won the rebound battle. They both had 12 turnovers. Wizards shot more free throws. Uh, Wizards had a higher three-point percentage than them. I mean, the Wizards shot 47% from the field, but the Nets shot 52. It's, I think, just that. And LaMarcus Aldridge and Kyrie Irving, those two guys right there, I think they did the Wizards in. I mean, they boosted that field goal percentage up. LaMarcus only missed four shots, 11 for 15. Like you said, man, like he was looking like he was back in his prime in Portland. It was crazy what he was doing. So uh, it was tough, man. It was definitely a tough L. Uh, I'm going to get into the timeout stuff and the coach, the Nets assistant coach, because that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, if I was Blair and I seen that, I would have had some words after the game because you just don't do that, you know, in the NBA. That's just not something you do. You know, come on. Like, I don't know who the guy is. I didn't see his name or hear his name or see it on Twitter yet. But, I mean, I'm sure he's been in the league long enough to know that's not what you do. That's just not cool. But – uh, before we get into some more game notes, player notes, and some controversial topic, uh, we do have a message from our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new year, new betting year, as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, just use our promo code locked on to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. 
Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Once again, guys, I'm going to thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Ed, I mean, I'm hurt, man. I'm really hurt. But who would you say your closing lineup would have been? I know you said KCP. You don't know if you would have had him in there. If you would have given your closing lineup, who would you have had out there to end that game? Yeah, uh, for all the for all the Denny fans, man, he he played well tonight. This was a mm-hmm. good game. I like how he bounced back. See, this is what I was telling people. You know, you weren't you were in the episode, but I was just saying not to overreact, not to panic because he got a DNP. You know, or mm-hmm. basically almost a DNP. We we saw the rumors on social media saying that he's going to be packaged for. Um, Jeremy Grant, Sabonis, you know, we've seen so many rumors flying around today. So just, you know, we got to pump our brakes and just take this day by day. Um, mm-hmm. Denny, there's going to be there's going to be some games where he doesn't get playing time. There's going to be some games where Daniel Gafford doesn't get a lot of playing time. So um, and this was a night where I felt like Gaff definitely could have played a little bit more. I thought he played pretty well in that first half. Um, but Denny, Denny impressed me tonight. I thought he played well. I thought he he was one of our better defenders tonight. He had, he had the task of guarding Kyrie. He was guarding mm-hmm. James Harden. Um, I love the challenge by Joseph Blair where it got overturned. And I was surprised they actually caught an offensive foul on James Harden. So I was actually surprised by that. (laughs) Um, So I thought Denny did a solid job defending those guys. Two top five scorers in in the game of basketball right now. Those guys are just – they're unguardable. And uh, Kevin Durant didn't play tonight. So, you know, we we didn't get to see three bona fide scorers. We only got to play against two of them. Um, I can't forget about Patty Mill. Patty Mills lit us up a couple times tonight, too. Mm-hmm. He, he hit five threes, and we talked about that last night, too. That was one of our keys to victory to stop him from hitting threes, and he hit five threes. So that's that's a big reason why we lost uh, tonight. But the, the lineup that I did write down that played well was Corey Kispert, Bradley Bill, and Thomas Bryant, Rui, and Denny. That five in the third quarter led a comeback. Now, the, the five with Trez, uh, Kuz, Brad, and I want to say KCP was in there, or, mm. or uh, Dinwiddie was in there. Dinwiddie had a rough night shooting tonight. He, he, yeah. he was pretty bad from the three-point line. Um, that five, like I said, with Kispert, Brad, Thomas, Brian, Rui, and Denny, they led a nice surge in the third quarter, and um, I thought they were pretty good defensively as well. Yeah, and, man, like you said, with that closing lineup, I definitely probably would have had Denny in there. Denny definitely had a good game, a nice bounce back especially coming off a of DMP, you know, just 
all you can do really is just show the coaches, show the team that you can play, you know, that you shouldn't be getting DMPs. And he probably won't be getting a DMP in the next game. You probably be on the court in the next game as well after today's performance. I think he did a good job. Um, Rui Hachimura, best game of the season, 14 points, five rebounds, five for nine from the field, two for four from three, two for three from the free throw line. I think he did a really good job as well. He had a block. Like you said, I mean, like we said earlier, when we were talking about Rui Hachimura and guys like Thomas Bryant, it is it, we had to wait till we get more games and till they start, you know, getting more acclimated. And I was happy to see what the production that Rui Hachimura gave today. You know, you've seen some flashes of last year's Rui. And, I mean, he that three-point shot's looking better. The three-point shot is looking better, more arc on it. So I'm excited to continue to see Rui Hachimura's improvement. Uh, Davies Bertans got eight minutes. I really could have did without him in his eight minutes. Honestly, <laughs> we had Howell Neto out of yeah, the lineup. Howell Neto know. got a DMP this time. My question last episode, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm Denny, I didn't really get the DMP and Neto getting minutes over him. And now it was the flip. Then he got the minutes and Neto got the DMP, you know. And like I said, I could have did without the Bertans eight minutes, honestly, but. So, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a fluctuating thing. Like, I don't know if Neto's going to play next game. I don't know if this is more of what the rotation is starting to look like. I'm not completely sure on it. But, I mean, other than, honestly, I can't really say, outside of Rui and Denny, and I think Montrez had a good game as well, even though he had the bonehead foul on the Marcus Aldridge on the inbounds. You know, Kyle Kuzma hit the clutch three. It's just a tough loss, man. It really is a tough loss. And I think, once again, they they just got to play defense. They got to play better defense, man. They really do. They can't. Like, Kyrie Irving is one thing. We talked about it in the 76ers game with Joel Embiid. We said Joel Embiid is going to do him, right? He was going to get 30. But the key was they didn't let Tobias Harris Steph Curry, et cetera, go for 27, 28. You let Kyrie go off. He dropped 30 on you. Okay, it's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving usually cooks the Wizards anyway. But LaMarcus Aldridge cannot be dropping 27 points on only missing four shots. You can't allow it to happen. That kills right. him. You know, you though when the, the others start to contribute and kill you, that's the real difference right there. Yeah, Aldridge, yeah, he went 11 for 15 tonight, 27 mm-hmm. points. Six rebounds, and he was two for three from the two for three from the free throw line. So, yeah, he, he dominated. He dominated. It was it was, inex, it was inexcusable. We fouled him on jump shots. Um, it was just inexcusable. I thought we were terrible with the pick and roll too. I thought Davon Sharp got a couple wide open buckets, a couple lobs, easy mm-hmm. baskets too. I thought that was inexcusable as well. Um, so yeah, defensively, we, we, we got to pick it up. It, it was bad. Mm-hmm. But Neto being out, that was. Um, that was, you know, definitely a big change from last game. Mm-hmm. And we played 11 guys. That's still yeah. a good amount of guys. You look at the Nets, they played they played eight guys. You know, guys like Blake Griffin aren't playing. John, uh, Josh Johnson aren't playing. So uh, a playoff team, they're limiting their roster. They're consolidating their roster. Or they're not playing a lot of guys. Um, and it might, it might have to come to that point with the Wizards. You know, I do love this depth. I like the depth a lot, but there are there's just going to be nights where guys are going to collect DMPs. Where you yeah. have to consolidate the roster and shorten it so guys can get in rhythm. Bradley Bill tonight, 
you know, we, we got to talk about it. You know, he, he just didn't shoot the ball well. He, he mm-hmm. started coming on late. Um, and there was a report, of course, talking about the contract and stuff like that flowing around on social media today, too, talking about, you know, the $242 million that he's eligible mm-hmm. for. So tonight he he didn't play like a max player. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he started, like I said, I thought he started to wake up in the second half. But, you know, nights like this is when we do need Bradley Bill to step up because when you have another star and superstars on the other side, you're looking for your guy to step up, too. Um, and I, I thought, yeah. you know, like I said, at times, but he, he just didn't dominate the game. And you look at Kyrie, and at times Kyrie was just controlling and dominating the game. And, and it's just crazy that he's doing this, you know, taking nights off, you know, one, only playing on road yeah. games. It's just it's just crazy. that he, It just shows how good he is. It's ridiculous. Um, but once again, yeah, I want to give Denny his credit. Um, I thought he was confident from the three-point line. He had two threes tonight. Yeah, he, he had two threes. So he was a, he was a lot more confident on the um, on the court tonight and 13 mm-hmm. points, five boards. I thought he played really good defense. Rui, like you brought up early earlier, uh, Rui's three-pointer looks has, has has more arc on it, so he's shooting the ball with more confidence as well. Um, and he was running the floor. He got a couple of offensive rebounds. Rui, uh, Denny got a couple of offensive rebounds, was just playing a lot of, with a lot of heart and a lot of effort. So I do want to give props to Denny tonight. So the people watching from Israel, I'm giving him his props tonight because it is hard. When you are a second-year player and you're only 21 and you do ride the pine on one game, so a lot of a lot of people could have just hung their heads and been upset, but like I said, I'll give Denny his credit for bouncing back tonight, and um, he he probably played with the most effort tonight. Trez Trez played well too, but like I said, some of the some of the bonehead mistakes and in the first half we just had some lucky unlucky breaks too, like because he mm-hmm. had a wide open uh, layup where Dinwiddie just threw it all the way up there, where you know Trez usually does his wide receiver type thing where he just jump over people, <laughs> but he he had the lane wide open after you caught it and he just fumbled the ball out. But like yeah. I said, for the most part, Trez played well. But there were some mental mistakes that he he definitely had tonight, and he he wasn't the only one. KCP really rough night for him. He had four fouls and three turn. I feel like he had more turnovers tonight, but he, he only had three. So, um, but like you said, this one stings. Um, definitely a winnable game. We're gonna be looking back. This one and the Bulls one are two games where it's like, man, if we could have got those back. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it's tough. But we got to move on to the next one. Got the Raptors up next, so we we, we gotta you know, have a short memory. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough when I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddie as well. You know, he has to play yeah. big when you're, when you're playing against teams like the Nets, you know, Kyrie and James Harden, you're looking for your stars to step up and you know, your number two guys to step up and Bradley Bill, like you said, was struggling. And I think a lot of people, majority people would say he didn't look like a super max player tonight. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, a lot of people would say he didn't look like that number two option tonight. You know, he got out. You can easily say he got outplayed by Patty Mills. I mean, people are looking for more from bad and people are looking for more from Spencer in these big games, man. You know, like I, we spoke about Kyrie Irving. He was in control, man. He was getting whatever he want. He dominated. And I feel like in these big games, we don't say that enough about Bradley Bill. We don't say... You know, like, oh, Bradley Bill just dominated. He was in control. He was getting whatever he wanted. They couldn't stop him. You know, we say that about a lot of the opposition all the time, you know. So, and I'm just saying that because I know these are what a lot of the Wizards fans are thinking. They're thinking the same thing. And when you're talking about opting out and getting all this money, but yet when it's the games like the Nets, Wizards fans are like, hey, you know, Brad, this is your time to take over, you know. 
So, I mean, that's all I'll really say on that. I did want to talk about, you know, the the, the, the coach thing. I thought that was just crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. sticking your yeah, hand right. out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he'll get fined. He'll probably get fined. I don't know. But that's crazy. You, that's just not cool. I would have been more upset about that towards the end of the game if I was, like, on the coaching staff of the Wizards. I would have mm-hmm. been a little bit more upset because – who does that? That's pretty lame. Like, I, that's pretty unacceptable. Not even to say lame. That's just unacceptable at the NBA right. level to involve yourself in the game like that. Mm. Um, So that was that was really bad. And just one note on the ending play. I mean, as soon as I seen KCP get the ball, like, it was just hold, standing there for a little bit, I would have called timeout. <laughs> that's, that's all I'll say on it. <laughs> No, with yeah, and with Brad, yeah, we we've seen him dominate games. We just want to see more consistency. And and once again, when you're looking across and you're playing against uh, James Harden, Kyrie, or you you're playing against you know Zach Levine one night, or mm-hmm. um, you know Joel Embiid and other stars that you're going to be compared to, yeah, we want to see that. You know, the All Star votes. Um, I don't really care about the All Star votes. You know, I know Bradley Bill, he's been vocal about that in the past and the 2K rating and th- different things like that. So I know he's not happy about that, that he didn't even get a vote in the top 10 or 20 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been voting for him. But like I said, who who cares? But at the same time, it, it just is a little talent. I think he's going to make the All-Star game. I mean, that's another conversation. But, um, yeah, this is just one of the nights where we were expecting it. We were expecting him to come in and drop, you know, 25-30 against, you know, Kyrie because we know Kyrie's going to come in and do that. So when you know somebody else is going to do that, that's when you you were looking for our star to elevate his play and come in and dominate. So that's all we're saying. But, um, yeah, Gafford, the minutes for Gafford were questionable again. Yeah, He actually did not foul tonight. Uh, he actually had zero fouls. It's really weird from him. And it, we were talking about that yesterday too. Like this is this is a game where they didn't have a – even though LaMarcus did dominate, he's not a big he, – he shoots jumpers. That's LaMarcus' yeah. game, kind of like a finesse game. It wasn't like a Joel and B where he's going right at you. Nurkic is going right at you. Valentino's is going right at you. Um, we can name at least five of the bigs that, you know, we get uh, Sabonis and guys like that. So, um, but yeah, it was kind of a head scratcher while Gafford didn't play towards the end. Mm-hmm. But once again, this roster is a lot of guys that can play. So um, trade deadline is February 10th. We'll see what happens. Um, was that like 20, day, 20 days from now? So it, it's quickly approaching. So. Yeah, I, I mean the Gaffer stuff is is uh you know maybe they just didn't like the matchup with, with Aldrich even though I mean he was cooking everybody whether it was mm. you know Harold or Brian it really didn't matter. I mean I think you definitely could have got Gafford to more playing time. It's just weird to, for him to start and then just kind of just disappear. Uh, I could see when he when he's in the foul trouble etc. But if he's not in foul trouble, I think he should be out there, man. I, I really do. Um, and to go back to your point about Kyrie Irving, when Kyrie Irving come in and you're expected to elevate your play, that's one of the things I will say, you know, about John Wall that I felt like he did. Like when it was Kyrie and John Wall, I feel like they really used to go at each other and have really good battles. John Wall elevated his play and played well. Kyrie did what Kyrie always does, you know, and when there's a guy like James Harden opposite of Bradley Bill, et cetera, you know, people are expected to see, Bradley Bill elevate that game and really turn up. And I mean, I just personally didn't really see it tonight. Now he did do a good job facilitating. He had what nine assists. He did do a good job with facilitating and moving the ball. But you know, when it came to taking overtime, take overtime, I just felt like that was missing a little bit. So uh 
did you want to do player of the game x factors yeah we can um yeah we, we can. <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> we'll do that because tomorrow we got a uh, special guest Karina parks coming on tonight so we'll do a preview tomorrow so yeah we'll save the preview for tomorrow for the Raptors game uh, but yeah my my player of the game was was LaMarcus Aldridge I mean you could go with Kyrie uh but Aldridge goodness gracious I mean he he really was unstoppable there were some points where he had the post move on Kuzma down the stretch he had a jumper where the ball like kind of rattled I felt like it was going to come out the rim well, but it went and it rattled back in I was like yeah it's just his night tonight it's his night there's nothing we could do because we already once you let a player get hot the rim just opens up. It's like an ocean, basically. So you can't just let guys like that get hot. It's a done deal. So um, play the game, Lamarcus X Factor. Unfortunately, Kyrie, and um, I'm happy to see Denny bounce back. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy that Denny didn't hang his head and all the rumors coming out. Uh, he he played well. Rui played well tonight too. Yeah, I would I would say player of the game, Kyrie. He killed them. He started it off. Uh, X Factor, 100% Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, vintage performance by him. Uh, like you said, positive notes to end it all for him. Rui Hachimura, really happy to see you know him have his best game of the season. And Denny Avia, I'm happy to see him play well coming off the DMP because you know he could have easily been out there pouting or just let it get to him mentally and struggle, but he didn't. He went out there and did his thing. I thought he should have been in the closing lineup over KCP. Um, and also I didn't have an issue with Neto not getting minutes and. I, like I said before, I could do without the Berton eight minutes, honestly. But trade trade deadline coming up, Ed, we'll see. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. like I, it would really suck if the Wizards did nothing next to nothing, like it was something minor, because we've been hearing a lot of different things and right. all of this. So I'm expecting something, us to mm-hmm. come on here and talk about something worthy of talking about. That's my expectation. My expectations are up you know, for mm. a decent move because there's no way we've been hearing all this noise about the Wizards and trades, blah, 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 and they do something minuscule. Right. Yeah, last thing before we head out, um, there is a report. Um, I can't remember which B reporter reported. I got to read the article, but Aaron Holiday is uh, available for trade. So, I mean, they're going to – all the reports are going to say everybody. So-and-so is available for trade. So-and-so, mm-hmm. they're going to – for the next two weeks, they're going to say everybody is available for a trade. So. But yeah, that's 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 the news for today. Yep. And sadly, guys, I wish we could end it off on a dub. But once again, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Well, guys. Would have been nice. Two-game winning streak, 76ers, Nets, two legitimate opponents, but uh, sadly not, sadly not. L by one. Wizards have had a couple tough L's, mm-hmm. you know, so that continues. Um, yeah. <laughs> on to the next, man. On to the yeah. next. Short memory. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube and hit the notification bell. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.